Hey and welcome to Trail Trials, the video review section of irunfar.com. My name is Travis Lyles and in this video we're going to check out the Hoka One One Speed Goat 4. Let's dig into the specs first. It's one of the most popular shoes out there in the world of ultra running and trail running. You see them all over the place. This is a uh, max cushion shoe with aggressive traction that is absolutely built for the long distance and the long haul. I've done the previous reviews on the 2 and the 3, and if you haven't seen those before, we'll make sure to get those linked up in the video. But the main thing to know is that subtle updates have been made here compared to our previous generation. So always refining, not too much of a drastic change. Um, but even in this update, while not a wide and generous shoe, it is uh, definitely fits more of the standard foot size. So let's get into the specs. So this is a men's size 9, this comes in at 10.8 ounces. In the women's size 7, you're coming in at about 9.2. Again, max cushion, 4mm heel to toe drop, aggressive tread, updated mesh, some other things we're going to talk about as well. So let's get into it. So let's start off with the outsole, uh, because that's probably the thing most the same uh, on this shoe. So when we turn this over here, we see a very familiar pattern uh, on the lug side. Really good, solid traction. It's not the best for super um, muddy things. It's not you know something that, that when it's really slick out that this performs well on, but it's, it's Weber Mega Grip. It does a really good job across a lot of different terrains. So it's, you know, not a specialized outsole. It's something that, you know, if you're doing really rocky stuff, it does pretty well. If you're doing some slick stuff, it does pretty well. If you're running on a road, it does pretty well. So it, it's one of those things that, that it's not really excelling, I don't think, at, at anything specific, but that's not really what it's built for. Like It's built to be a really strong general purpose outsole and it does that really well. So, um, you know, just just a, a solid piece that if you're not quite sure what you're getting into, it's going to do pretty well uh, regardless of, of, of what that looks like. Um, this outsole is the same outsole that I wore at the Hurt 100. Slick and rocks and roots and, and, and did fine. Um, and that's a, a really gnarly course that, that has a lot of different types of wetness and, and rocks and sharpness and roots and all kinds of stuff. And this shoe held up and performed really well uh, at that race. Um, so I think that's a, a fairly good testament to the fact that this can do well on things like that. Some slight updates here just on the heel. Um, these downhill lugs are a little bit different than in the previous generation. But everything else is, is almost identical. So if you like that lug pattern on the Speed Goat 3 and even the Speed Goat 2 for that matter, you're getting effectively the same thing here. Moving on to the midsole here. Um, looking at it visually... It looks exactly the same. The printing is almost exactly the same as what was in the Hoka Speed Goat 3. Hoka puts on their website that they've updated the, the foam here and that the foam is, is slightly more responsive. I don't know that I can tell a huge difference in the 3 and the 4. I don't feel like the underfoot is significantly uh, different. It wasn't an unresponsive midsole, at least to me, uh, to begin with. So I think this is a really good midsole. Uh, it does a great job of absorbing rough terrain. It's got a good rocker shape that you can kind of see here. 
when I hit my hand on it, right, the heel's not really touching, the toe's not touching. It's a good midsole. I think it does, again, a lot of things really well. You know, I, I wear this shoe for when I don't know what's coming, and, and you'll probably hear me say that continually throughout this, whether it's a road run, a beach run, uh, a mountain run, a combination of all of those types of things. This shoe just really excels well, and it's, you know, a lot of this midsole because it's maximal cushioning. Uh, it absorbs well, but it's also a responsive cushion. It's not a sloppy cushion. It's not an overly soft cushioning. So it's that more firm type of cushioning that, that gives you the the impact resistance that you are wanting for in a maximal cushion shoe, but it's not so squishy that when you do things like you're going uphill that it feels like it's zapping the energy away. And then you combine that, of course, with the rocker midsole and just the, the design here. Uh, it makes for a fast-feeling shoe that you can really do a lot of different things in. Uh, and then from the stack height standpoint, um, you know, you've got a four millimeter drop here uh, in the shoe and then your foot sits about right here and that's pretty consistent across it like you are inside of this line. So you take that, you combine that with this upper, you're, you've got a nice locked in feel that, that, that comes out uh, of this shoe. So again, I, I, I don't see any major updates here uh, in, the, in, in the midsole um, comparative to say the, the last version. I think the majority of updates really come on the upper for uh, the Speed Goat 4. So 3D overlays here. I mentioned that with kind of being uh, in conjunction with this sunken footbed that your foot rests inside with this upper really does a good job of, of gripping your foot, wrapping it in, uh, and giving you some good control when you're climbing and descending or turning tight corners. This shoe, I feel like, is a, is a fast fit and meaning it feels like a shoe that you don't have to worry about. If I corner too hard, I'm going to sort of slide around over the top of it, or I'm going downhill on an aggressive incline and my foot's banging up against the toe box. At least for my foot, I get locked in really well here, and this is a shoe that I don't have to think about, which is obviously a, a what you want. You, you want your shoe to just do what it does, provide grip, provide traction, provide cushion, you don't want to have to worry about blisters. You don't want to have to worry about, ooh, I got to slow down here because my, my shoe is uh, a little bit goofy. And I feel like for me, and I think for a lot of people, because this is a popular shoe, um, that the Speed Goat provides that uh, and, and does that in a fairly good way. Some of the updates that I'll call out here that are different, especially when we talk about uh, in comparison uh, to the Speed Goat 3, which I happen to have an example of here, is heel cup. So the heel cup, as you see here, is a little more generous looking than what we had in the Speed Goat 3. The Speed Goat 3 was a much more V-shape, uh, tapered, kind of aggressive, and then even a little bit on the height of it and the way that it sort of poked in, um, maybe for some people provided a nice little notch for the Achilles. I always found that this was just a little bit too high, and when I was descending would sort of go up and, and sort of hit, hit on my Achilles uh, a little bit. In the four, they've removed that, that V and that notch type of shape, and it's much more rounded, and I feel like a more comfortable and probably going to fit more people. Staying in this area here uh, is the tongue. The tongue is mostly paper thin, and if we look here, you can see this visual from the top. It is really thin. It gets slightly thicker at this fold here. It probably doubles in thickness. There's probably a little tiny piece of foam that they have sandwiched in, in here. 
maybe triple the thickness, but it, it's thin. It's a really thin tongue. Um, doesn't provide much protection whatsoever uh, from these laces. Two last things that I'll call out here are the changes here to the mesh. So you can see on the Speedgoat 3, uh, more of a traditional mesh uh, was, was used. Here we have a much more modern looking type of mesh. So it's got colors built into it. If you've worn the, any of the Evo type of, of style of the Hoka's, this is a similar feel to what that mesh is. This isn't quite as thick as that Kevlar feeling stuff. That's um, maybe not quite as breathable, but I haven't really noticed it in the heat to be problematic uh, in terms of, of letting heat out or any of those types of things. But just a new modern type of mesh uh, that, that at least visually and in wear seems a little more durable in terms of, uh, of, of holding up compared to, say, the Speedgoat 3. And then the last thing that I'll call out, and probably the thing I dislike the most uh, about the previous version, is a major update here on this tag. So this whole area of the shoe, while it doesn't look like it maybe sitting like this, you have a lot more room in the toe box than what you had in the previous version of the Speed Goat. So while this one looks like it's visually a little bit taller, this is maxed out, and it's because of a couple of things. One, it's because this mesh is a little more um, restrictive, I would say, through here. And then the last part is this fabric-like piece that existed on the Speed Goat 3. And you can see sort of when I pinch this, it creates a very specific, you might even be able to hear a sound from it. It's, it's fairly firm and rigid, and my big toe would always sort of catch underneath this and it wouldn't let my foot come up very high because it's this thick sort of odd I don't know what the purpose of this thing was but it bothered me and I went through a lot of different things on the Speed Goat 3 to like file it down try to get it to delaminate I did a whole bunch of stuff um, and in some cases when I was going some really long distance basically just went up a, a half size in the shoe uh, to avoid my toe catching on this this looks like a lower toe box, but it's actually more. Um, you have a higher toe box because all of this is just more flexible. So even this tongue thing here, it's just a more pliable material that's here. And then the toe box overall, the fabric is a little bit looser uh, in, in the Speed Goat 4. So your foot's got a little bit more room to kind of move around. It's just slightly taller. Visually, it's hard to see, but it's absolutely noticeable when you wear it. And then I would say the other, I guess, hack you can do here is if this thing is really annoying, you can heat it up and just peel it off. And in fact, uh, the first pair of Hoka Speed Goat 4 that I had uh, this, this year, this had a, a slight, like the glue didn't have it down all the way, and I was able to just peel that thing off uh, altogether. Um, so major, major improvement in my book here. Much, much better toe box feel uh, for me. Much looser in this area, more room for my toes to splay out, and even a little more room for them to, uh, to move up and down. So with the overview there of the shoe, let's get back and let's talk about final impressions. In closing, I think this is going to be an update that a lot of people are going to be happy with. For me, the most annoying part of the shoe has been addressed. You, there's more toe room. That's really what this comes down to. So you got a slightly taller toe box overall. Uh, and then the fact that this is just a much more flexible overlay, which I, I wish they would just get rid of altogether. Um, but 
it's it's less of an annoyance than before and in fact it's almost considerably gone altogether you have a little bit more rounded heel comparative to say the last generations the three um and then the tongue i mean you've got more space for your foot to sort of go up in the shoe because the tongue is less padded this is a thing that's happening across trail running shoes where the tongue is getting thinner and thinner and i think that's fine except for for me i'm somebody that has a little bit of a high portion of my foot here and I've had some issues with tendons before so by taking some of that tongue thickness away it means possibility of more pressure on the top of my feet. I haven't had the opportunity to wear the fours in a hundred or something of that long distance but I've had them on my feet for nine plus hours and I didn't have that type of, uh, of situation come up on me uh, but it's a much more streamlined fit so if you didn't like that sort of thickness that existed before it's gone. So that's it. Hoka Speed Goat One One number four. Lots of different colors available now that we're past sort of the second colorway drop. It's a good shoe. I wear it for everything. Trails, hiking, roads, beach, whatever. This is, uh, this is one that just kind of works for it all. So with all that said, thanks for watching and we'll catch you next time.